Welcome back to Moment of Truth. I'm your host, David Moses, and you are listening to Element FM in Ottawa and Toronto. That is 95.7 in Ottawa, 106.5 in Toronto, anywhere uh, across the country. If you download the Radio Player Canada app and type in 106.5 ELMNT-FM or 95.7 ELMNT-FM, listen on your device of choice, as I say, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right across the country. I'd like to welcome our next guest to the show. It's a pleasure to have Ian Maracle with us. Ian is a Tuscarora from the Six Nations of the Grand River Territory. And he is here to talk to us about a festival that was supposed to, uh, uh, as many festivals and many other things, was supposed to be uh, something that took place in, uh, as, in, as any other festival would take. But now it is online, as we know many of them. So the Tagaranto Music Festival makes its debut online uh, from uh, May 15th to the 17th with uh, many uh, many Indigenous artists taking place. And so it's a, a pleasure to welcome Ian to the show. Uh, he says he's one-fourth of the 50-50 Performing Arts Collective, a small group of multidisciplinary arts and producers focused on putting Indigenous performing arts in the spotlight and no pun intended, and the uh, marketing manager of the collective and for the festival. Uh, now, Ian, are you also a freelance media creator and copywriter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. That's a little. Uh, that's a little. That's a little part of my history there. Um, <clears throat> I actually, um, I'm a freelance photographer, videographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work in education actually as well. Okay. Um, I've been also the Indigenous Youth Advisor for the Dufferin Peel Catholic School Board. Um, and we uh, we do a lot of projects revolving around informing um, individuals. Um, a lot of these kids don't know who they are, um, and so they come to us um, looking for looking for some sort of path to self discovery. I suppose is the best way to put it. Um, so I do that. I, yeah, and like I mentioned before, I do a lot of photography work. I just had um, well, I had a gallery showing that was actually supposed to be this month, hmm. um, but of course, uh, you know, things happened, hmm. uh, so that's also moved online. Um, right. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on for me right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that's great that you're involved with the Dufferin County. Uh, you know, I, I, I sat on the uh, uh, the Indigenous Council for the Halton area, uh, dealing with I think something similar, um, perhaps not as as direct as what you do, but but kind of the similar idea is that we would uh, be advisor. We we're the advisory group uh, for the Halton area um, in terms of you know uh, what the the schools should be looking at uh, you know in terms of making sure the the indigenous information and including indigenous services and those kind of things are are accurate and and being represented in the schools. Well, that's just it. It's it's so important to have that accurate representation. Uh, there's so many times when you, when I've walked into a classroom with my peers and you see some of the stuff that they're teaching oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's awful, you know, mm. it's, it's dated, it's, it's so old and it's downright racist. Some of the, yep. some of these indigenous learning policies. Um, yep. and so, you know, it's, I, I work with my, my peers, uh, to sort of help correct that. Right. Yeah, especially great. working within the Catholic school board, and it feels oh, yeah. like you know, we're fighting the good fight. <laughs> <laughs> so. For sure. Well, at least there's some efforts being made, and, and and I guess to some degree, you know, truth and reconciliation did help with some of that in terms of raising that awareness, right? Yeah, of course, of course, and really that that's such an it, it was such an honor to be offered that role, right? Because mm. you know, I don't I've always wanted to give back to the community, and I've never really knew, known how to do that in a tangible way, mm. and. 
over the course of the last few years, I've really put my, like I got my start in marketing and advertising <clears throat> and um, uh, I've used those skills. I've stepped out of that world um, mm -hmm. in terms of working for big companies and sort mm -hmm. of started to work for myself. Mm. And I've put those skills to use to try to better my community. Um, working with the youth is, is extremely rewarding. Um, putting my photography and video skills and my writing skills uh, all to use to, to craft, to craft these experiences and craft this knowledge for these children and to provide them, you know, outreach, uh, to get in touch with elders from their communities, um, you know, and, and really provide a, a tangible, a tangible, uh, experience that, uh, they can use in their journey of self-discovery. Mm. Um, so being, being, reconnecting with those traditional ways is, is really important for me. Right. Right. Um, like I grew up traditional and I sort of lost that in my, in my adolescence and only now in my late twenties, early thirties, have I begun to rediscover that part of my life. And it's, it's important to me. And I think it's important for all of us to sort of learn that. Yeah, cool. I'd like to talk with you more, uh, after the, uh, after the interview about some things. Uh, I was also a part of, uh, a consortium that had to do with, uh, with Six Nations, uh, 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 youth and schools, uh, specifically in, in elementary schools, and trying to, uh, to help improve kids uh, there uh, that I sat on some time ago. It's, it's, it was dissolved some years ago, but uh, I have a few things that I'd like to talk with you about at, at another point. So, But f for now, uh, let's, get, let's get talking about the Tagaranto Music Festival, which uh, I'm just going to give people a little more information on. It's the newest platform and event to showcase top Indigenous talent from around the globe, hosted and organized by 5050 Performing Arts Collective, a small group of seasoned Indigenous and non-Indigenous creatives, event professionals, and marketers, with more than 20 years of experience curating and hosting talent that have come together to give Indigenous creative professionals a new way uh, for their work to be discovered. And uh, we mentioned some of these artists that uh, were going to be in included. So we've got uh, former members of A Tribe Called Red, Ian Campo. We've got Juno Award-winning Anishinaabe Blues Rock, Digging Roots are going to be taking place, the folk rock uh, and country singing group. Uh, oh, and William Prince, too. Uh, Logan Stotts is going to be taking a part of it. Uh, Northwest Territories-based uh, Leah Gidley, Gid, Gildy and uh, <laughs> Pow Wow Godfather uh, Pow Wow Step uh, DJ Shub, uh, including many, many more. Um, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, just a just a brief correction there. Uh, unfortunately, DJ Shub had to uh, had to drop out. Oh, too bad. Um, but uh, he's been replaced. Um, by uh by uh by um oh my goodness i can't even oh my no God. worries hey this happens to me all the time i'm glad i'm not the only one <laughs> <laughs> uh her name is fawn big canoe and she's also a oh, DJ. Yeah. um yeah. incredible performer um, right. and really excited really excited to uh fill that slot so cool um, looking forward to that performance so can you tell us more about how this is going to roll out and what people are going to see um yeah so uh, it actually starts today Mm -hmm. uh the friday the 15th here mm -hmm. and um I, we start we kick off the live stream at six o'clock with a traditional uh a traditional opening mm -hmm. um we've, we've got elders for each day to open and close the event mm -hmm. um and after after that uh after that that traditional opening is is complete we jump right into it with the uh, gr grit um <clears throat> nice and uh we've got a pretty stacked lineup today we have gr grit william prince and lila gilday 
closing with uh, Ian Campo, aka DJ Indian, mm. um, and uh, it's just an amazing way to to sort of start the start the festival off with a bang. Um, we're we're looking at uh, we we're aiming to provide a, a really top quality production and something that people can really you know experience, enjoy, and you know really take it in. Live streams are are so hit and miss. But we feel like we've really produced something uh, incredible for people to, uh, to review, watch. You know, you don't even have to watch it. You can just throw it on in the background, do your chores mm. around the house, you know, kick it with the family, whatever. Um, we're just trying to, we're, our aim is to provide uh, just a really nice family-friendly uh, experience that's mm. well-produced and premium. Mm. Um, and it's going to, and how long does it, is it an hour? Uh, is, how long will this, this part of part of it be? Each each performer has one uh, one hour of performing time. Okay. Um, and tonight runs from six until um, around ten o'clock. Okay. Um, um, Saturday and Sunday are also equally. They start run. They both start at four and, and around uh, eleven o'clock. Okay. Um, with each artist having, like I said, one hour of performing time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so. Uh, this happens, as you said, from uh, the fifteenth to the seventeenth each each day. Um, now, I guess obviously people are, are isolated. They're doing this in uh, they're bringing this from their own uh, their own homes or wherever they happen to be. Um, how how is that being structured in terms of is there, is there somebody that's uh, sort of coordinating the you know the you know sort of uh, looking after the the the, the master uh, images or the master sound or anything like that? How's that? Of course. Um, so to provide that experience, we thought the best way to do it, be, because of the uncertain nature of live streaming in itself, mm. um, you know, the signal could drop, sound sure. quality is not so great. Right. We've put together pre-recorded sets okay. um, from each individual artist. They actually yep. sent us their material after the recording and we're putting it together right. uh, to, prevent, uh, to produce one long piece. Mm. Um, and the artists themselves will be uh, available for um, audience great. interaction. Nice. Um, through the chat room, right? Yeah, uh, that's great. Through the comment section. So, we're, we want, we're, the goal was to provide this this uh, well produced piece with quality audio without sacrificing the uh, the interactivity of of a live stream. Um, so, uh, what we've put together um, is really spectacular in that regard. Um, to have the ability to to chat. Well, with the artist live and see the performance um, is, is something really great, right? Because you're not interrupting the music. You're not doing anything like that. Uh, they're right there along with you. <laughs> I was just thinking as you were saying that, how cool is it that, you know, you can watch yourself perform and still chat and, and interact with, with people that are, that are there. It's kind of, You know, that's, hey, that's new. That's something that wasn't to be able to be done before when you were playing music. Yeah, exactly. It's a pretty <laughs> cool thing. And in between, in between these pre-recorded sets, our hosts, uh, we have Sherry Miracle, Serene Fox, and uh, Ryan McMahon um, on the bill to host. Uh, so in between the segments, we'll be switching between pre-recorded sets and live host segments. So once the performance is done, um, we'll have live hosts um, ready to go, uh, and then you can interact with them as well um, on the stream. Cool. Now, yeah, and when you said that, I remember Sherry actually tweeting about this. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. You've got these three hosts that are going to be participating as well and sort of moving things along for people. That's that's great. Sounds that sounds really really nice. T- can, can you Ian tell me a little bit about 
how this came about. You know, how does, you know, where did the idea sort of, where did the seed come from? Um, so, uh, the original idea originally, uh, came from my friend, Cynthia Licker Sage, mm. um, who really is with, you know, with our friend Adam, who is also a big player in this, in this performing arts collective. Um, they, they came together to, Cynthia has a wealth of event history sure. experience. Um, yep. she helped, fun, uh, fund a found, sorry, imaginative, mm-hmm. um, She's worked with uh, Santi Smith and, you know, sent her all over the world. Yep. Um, <clears throat> like, Cynthia's got this crazy amount of experience. And she wanted to create a festival of her own um, to sort of shed the, shed the spotlight on, on Indigenous folk music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, I was brought on board. My friend Candace Scott Moore was brought on board. Adam's there and Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And so this idea was started about two years ago. And it's coming to fruition now. Um, and really, like, like we mentioned before, it was supposed to be this live event. Mm. Um, but because of, because of circumstances, we decided that, um, the best option was to move it online. Mm. Uh, we wanted to provide this, this, uh, this entertainment experience for people to, to witness, but we also, because of, uh, social distancing orders, lockdown, quarantine, whatever you want to call it, we knew people within the arts community that were hurting. Right. They, mm-hmm. They're suffering. Uh, like I myself, I'm a freelance photographer. Right. Um, nobody's asking for photo gigs right now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So it works dried up. <laughs> and so we thought, we, we got the funding. Um, we thought perhaps maybe move to 2021. Um, but, you know, we already have the money. So why not, why not put people to work now? Right. You know? And so we went ahead and decided, made the decision to move it online and get get some artists in the community paid right mm, um right. wow while providing this this really cool experience and mm. we had we, we were already on the cusp of launching mm. you know like mm. the, the the date was planned things were in motion and then these uh quarantine orders came into place um and we didn't want to waste the opportunity right so moving it online was the best option you know yep. we really want we really wanted to see people you know celebrate the arts and put people to work and enjoy themselves. And this is, a, this is in our minds, the best way to do it. All right. I want to talk a little bit more about that. But first, I want to let everyone know that you're listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa, 95.7 in Ottawa, 106.5 in Toronto, anywhere across the country. If you download the Radio Player Canada app and type in 106.5 ELMNTFM or 95.7 ELMNTFM, listen on your device of choice 24 hours a day, seven days a week. My guest we are speaking with is Ian Miracle, and he is a part of the 5050 Performing Arts Collective, a small group of multidisciplinary artists and producers that are focused on putting Indigenous performing arts in the spotlight and marketing, uh, and also being a marketing manager for the collective and the festival, which this festival we're talking about, the Tagaranto Music Festival, uh, making its debut online uh, because of the situation we are finding ourselves in. It was supposed to be a live event, but it is being moved online uh, for three days, May 15th to the 17th, um, on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and tkmf.com. Uh, you can also, I guess, uh, go to the hashtag TKMFT2O as well. Um, now, Ian, 
moving this online, you know, I was talking with someone else the other day who had done a, a similar thing, uh, taken a live event, put it online. And what they found, and I think this, this is kind of cool, because everyone around the globe pretty much is now self-isolating, they're at home, uh, probably checking out things a lot more online. It, it kind of gives uh, the artists and your festival a chance to be seen by people that may not have otherwise had an opportunity or, you know, would have been looking for something like this. That uh, Because that's what they found. They were finding that new people, you know, were, were checking it out because they have the time and they're sitting there and they're checking stuff out, uh, you know, through social media. And that's just it. Um, this, is, this is the chance. This is a huge chance to expose this festival to, to the masses, mm. right? The, online is the perfect medium to, mm-hmm. to sort of launch something like this for now. Um, because it makes it so accessible. And, and part of that too is we're not only, we're not only showcasing music. We have um, cultural workshops. We have uh, traditional storytelling happening. Um, so it's not just music. There's a cultural element to, to it as well. And to have such a wide audience exposed to, to our teachings and culture um, is only beneficial. Um, uh, to, to, to be able to, beam beam that those teachings out to mm. possibly millions of people is is like I, it makes me feel so good that they <laughs> that our that our culture will have that level of exposure and it and it's great to hear you say that because i was going to ask you about that because it, it does refer to this as multidisciplinary so i was going okay uh, you know we've been talking about the 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 artists performing artists in terms of music and those kind of things that uh, will be taking part but yes i'm glad to hear you say those other things uh, will be also included with this so uh, you mentioned some some maybe uh, you mentioned the traditional opening uh, and closing for this you've talked about uh, uh, some of the other uh, elements that are going to be involved some teachings is that what you said some teaching um, yeah we have a, a strawberry workshop with nice. uh, Kim Wheatley. Yeah, uh, we great. Have, uh, traditional storytelling and uh, <clears throat> and singing with uh, Isaac Murdoch. Mm, um, nice. We have uh, Alan Cooley, who's doing an Aboriginal eco tour, mm. and um, you know we have all these. We have a couple others as well uh, sprinkled into the mix. Mm. Um, so really, we're aiming for something that's really family friendly. Right. Um, something that you can sit down with the family and listen to or watch and uh, you know, take something away from. You know, it's right. not just entertainment. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's teaching as well. Yeah. You know, like many of the uh, performers that, that people are going to see, this, these teachings, uh, you know, it's really wonderful because these, these people also, like Kim, for instance, Kim does such a wonderful job in her presentations. She really does get people engaged, and she does such a wonderful job of, of uh, bringing that information to people in a, in a really uh, friendly and informative way. So uh, that, that's great. I'm glad to hear you're including all of that stuff. Yeah, uh, I don't think it would have would have been the same without it. Mm-hmm. It's such an important aspect to to who we are as a people, and to to put on an event like this and not include those aspects would have mm-hmm. been for me a little disrespectful. So mm-hmm. it was from the from the from the get go. It was it was decided to include those things because they are so important to you know who we are as people. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's it's holistic. It's uh, it's it's. It... It's the indigenous way of, of taking the approach to just about anything. So, uh, for sure. Uh, the the other thing, uh, Ian, is once this is finished, uh, can people still view this online? It's going to be up there for people to go back and view? Uh, yeah. Um, we're streaming uh, because we know not everybody has Facebook. Sure. Um, 
the, the main host will be our website at tkmf.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll also be streaming to YouTube and to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, the stream itself will be, um, will live uh, on Facebook for, for a few weeks after. Um, and people can uh, come, to, come to our page uh, and sit down and have a listen if they'd like. Um, so, you know, a, a week from now, if you want to, you know, just kick it and relax, <laughs> mm. the, stream will be, the stream will be right there. Oh my God, excuse me. The stream will be right, right there for you. <laughs> okay, so uh, just for clarification, I have tkmf.com. Is that different from the tkmf.ca? Uh, oh, sorry. No, yeah, it's .ca. It is .ca. Okay. Just for clarification for everybody to know that. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So what else can you tell us that we haven't uh, necessarily spoken about? Um, maybe, well, what are you guys thinking of post uh, this festival in terms of online? You're going uh, you, to, you, you know, you guys might get together afterwards, look at the success, look at, at how it went, and maybe plan for something uh, uh, at a later date to do similarly? Or, or would you want to always go back and have a, a live event? I I think well I know that right now in the works we're planning something for fall mm-hmm. uh, one more online event um, and we are pushing for a uh, a live debut in 2021 mm-hmm. um, and um, in regards to that uh, we're actually giving away three VIP passes this year um, on our Facebook as a Facebook giveaway um, for next year's festival in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so if listeners want to tune in for that, they can, uh, they can get a backstage VIP pass for next year. Um, but for this year, we're keeping it online, hosting one more event later this year, um, and really trying to expand our audience in the meantime. You know? mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we want, we want the, uh, the live event to be something special for people to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the best way for us to approach that now is to you know, build our brand uh, get this out to as many uh, ears as possible and really, really build something uh, for the community. Yeah, sounds very cool and sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, and it sounds like you've got some wonderful, not only um, artists taking place, as we mentioned, uh, like uh, uh, Logan Stotts and, and some of the other people, <laughs> uh, William Prince taking place, that's great. And um, and digging roots, et cetera, et cetera. But it's so cool that uh, you have those other elements that you are involving. That is not always something people get to see when they tune into a festival. And also, you got these three great hosts that are going to be moving things along. So I think it's a great... um, a great opportunity uh, for people to see something new, see something different, be exposed to some indigenous uh, artists as well as culture and teachings. Um, you know, so uh, so congratulations, uh, Ian, to yourself and and the other people that have put this all together. And we wish you all the best of luck with it, as well as uh, the the future uh, projects that you guys are going to bring bring forward. Fantastic! Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, no worries, and uh, 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 Nyawa for for taking time to uh, be a part of it. Yeah, and thank you for reaching out. Uh, the festival is really trying to get going, and uh, every little bit helps. You bet. All right, all right. Take care, and good talk to you. You as well. Thank you. All right. <laughs>
You're welcome. And that is the voice of Ian Merkel. He is the, uh, he's Tuscarora from Six Nations of the Grand River. I guess uh, Ian's going to actually be taking part to, or looking forward to his delivery of bread and cheese uh, for the weekend. And uh, as it's going to be going from door to door this year, if you're not familiar with bread and cheese, well, uh, we have another interview with the, the chief of Six Nations uh, and uh, Mark Hill that we'll be talking to some degree about that as well. Anyway, uh, Dagaranto Music Festival happening uh, online May 15th to the 17th, and you can check it out on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and at the website tkmf.ca. That's uh, our show for this hour. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time right here on Element FM and Moment of Truth.